Hello! Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And executive producing this podcast is none other than a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Bible Study I Brother. You, I knew you just had nothing in you that would not allow you to not be doing that. I had to. Anyway, <laughs> it's I, Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we also have on the mic with a little razzle dazzle, Bible Study Mama. Hello, everyone. It's Bible Study Mama. Oh I really God. wanted. I really wanted you to drop a hot sixteen. Why am I using all of this rap terminology? You may ask. Great question. Because today we're going to talk to Bible Study Brother about his. Rap a career. Wiki wiki work work. Wiki wiki. I am my mother's child. First, let's start off before I ask you any questions about your rap life mm-hmm. and the rap game. I would like to know why you uh denied me the right to be in a music video. The the floor you is are open. in a music video. No, 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 no. It's called Stop Drop and Roll. Okay. You're in it. Okay. As an audience member, you're in the video. It does not, that is not the role. The camera focuses on you for a while. You're in it. That is not the role I wanted. That's in it. You. And you made it. No. Amen. That is not what I was looking for. Because. I I wasn't in the video either. I was there. You are in the video. But you also have not been campaigning since the beginning of his rap career to be in (laughs) a video. It wasn't like you were asking to act in a video or something orchestrated. You'd always be like, I just want to twerk in your video. Let me (laughs) like, that's why. Like, no, (laughs) that's disgusting. But But if you're going to have twerking in the video, not twerk on you, but there are other. Again. No, huh. that's like you. No, are you a twerk? You that would be like. Would you, but would you I, have twerking I, I in your video? Which podcast we were on? <laughs> no, listen. I asked no, you listen. Something. Would you have twerking in your video anyway? At, at that the early time, part of your rap career. Ugh, I don't know because see I, I, the reason sex I, on the roof and shoot your mama. Listen, y'all. To be <laughs> honest, y'all. the main reason I wanted to be in a video is like if you feel like you need to have twerking in the video, it should be perfectly okay for me to be in the video twerking with one of your homeboys on the side. It should be fine. I, I don't know why you want to like <laughs> like make me shoot you or other people around you. I don't have healthy habits in that regard. Let's, let's, let's take just, it back. Yeah. Let's go back to the big. When did you first know that you were going to be a rapper? Um, it was, well, first time I rapped. It would have been the summer that uh, our cousins stayed with us and they were working and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And we were outside and there was a whole bunch of cuss words. I'll never forget this. It was something about the golden child. I don't know that we had like, if we had watched that movie or if I'd watched that movie with my father and it's all I knew. And I just kept saying I was the bleep bleep golden child, the bleep, bleep golden child. You were rapping. Yes. Were they rapping uh, too? I don't remember. I okay. think they were probably just having us doing kids stuff, and yeah. kids say the darndest things. And um, that happened then, and then uh, it was sixth grade. Um, one of my ex friends at this point in time 
uh, I started writing. Like, I'd always wrote, and I'd always done poetry. Well, not always, but around this time is when I started delving into poetry and everything. Um, and there was just this desire in me to just kind of write. It was cash money was really hot at the time. I mean, it's were they taking over the 99s and the 2000s? Wow. They were getting, okay. yeah, they, they were, were getting ready to, they okay. were getting ready to, okay. Or they actually had, yeah. Cause that's, they already that's, took it that over. is, okay. uh, sixth grade for me, fifth, right. fifth in the sixth grade. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just started writing. So then like, I'm not saying at this point the desire I guess isn't there, but I knew that I knew I, I I knew I could rap or rhyme words well. Okay, do you remember the first rap you wrote? Jesus, no. Okay, do you remember the first time you performed in front of a yeah. crowd, shared with the audience? It was a talent show in okay. ninth grade. <laughs> like at this point, so we're skipping over a lot at this point. But so by ninth grade, um. I was in communications and by this point I could freestyle, which is um, just not writing anything down. You're just wrapping off a thought process um, and realized that I was actually quite naturally talented at it, which was a thing that at this point I was like, yeah, I can do this because mm-hmm. nothing else came that naturally to me. Nothing, you know, and I, and I know that it's probably because again, I had practiced writing and all these different things that I didn't even notice I was nurturing something behind the scenes. So I had a um, communications teacher, shout out to Miss Stacy McAdoo, the teacher of the year last year. Uh, and it was her first year teaching. And we had this lovely class where we got taught all of these different things and uh, go vote for LaRon McAdoo. Uh, city board. Um, might be too late by the time this comes out. Might be, but mm-hmm. who knows if you voted, I hope he won because mm-hmm. I voted for him. Uh, and, like I got introduced to hip hop in a different way mm-hmm. because Bible study, mom, most of the, all we ever listened to was R and B. So rap was way too much for me, you know? So I didn't get to really do a whole lot of listening to rap or owning rap albums. Was she even really listening to R and B though? Her? We had a lot of R and B. I had a lot of R and B. I don't really recall her. Were you listening to a lot of Was that your R&B CD case? Because we had, or it Mama's CD case. It was mine. Exactly. Like, Mama had, like, who's buying on CD? Can I say Did something? Just because she bought them doesn't mean she bought them for her. You know she doesn't buy things for herself. Well, that's so. what I'm, well, I didn't know a lot about, it. like, so, I mean, Boys to Men wasn't, I didn't, like, it wasn't osmosis to me. Like, okay. anyway. But, so, there was a lot of R&B. I didn't get to listen to a lot of rap. And, um, so, that year, they were going to do a they talent just show. just a lot of profanity, and I just didn't. That says was. the lady that had the, but she, the Lord had changed we'll, we'll, we'll the heart. Get there. Yeah, we'll but get I'm there. just saying, yeah, at at his age, yeah, that I, was not appropriate. Oh, I understand. I mean, either way, like there's still like it. It, okay. it wasn't like you went through and like, well, okay, you can listen to this. Like you just said no, and I didn't have another. Like a lot of people with their music stuff, they have another person who digs the crates as they call in and they tell you all the old people this is KRS one LL Cool J blah 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 blah. I didn't had it. Like mm-hmm. mm, because he was safe, I own Big Willie style. Twice. Oh Big Will Smith? Yeah, because uh-huh. and cuss. So I had okay. to think about that. But he's the biggest at that time for not doing that. Gotcha. Um so that year in class, um Mr. Mac um 
was going to have a talent show because he knew there was a lot of talented people in the class or whatever. And me and my childhood friends decided that we were going to do it. And that was the first time that I was in front of a crowd rapping. And it wasn't really a crowd. It was pretty much like just our family and friends for each person that was performing. At Sufficient Grounds. No, no, that's the second time. It was at the show. community center. Yeah. Dunbar Community Center. I think okay, I was there. If I was there, you were there, sister. Yeah. Okay. I was there. Y'all were my only because at that point I feel like I didn't grandma tell was anybody there too. else. Yeah, I don't know. We I had, feel like grandma we was had there. gone like I had gone and got an airbrush shirt. We all had like little airbrush shirts yeah, on. So airbrush shirts time. were the rave. And uh we performed. We didn't win because we didn't have enough fans there at the time because at the end it was like, well, who do you think won? And it was about the cheering. The people that won right, was, was, right, a, right, right. was a group that I had gone to junior high with and, and subsequently uh, high school with. But that was the first time that we had um, got up there and performed together. Um, so, yes, I do remember my first time. Okay. As, so you said I skipped over a lot of things. What do you want the people to know <coughs> about your rap career between sixth grade and the ninth grade? So I have to get the actual confidence to even want to do this stuff. Okay. And I didn't have it until ninth grade. So, you know, when I was doing all this writing, like I'm writing like online and writing all these different little raps and stuff. Like I said, that I don't remember that I never printed out or didn't recite back to myself. Um, And feeling like, you know, there was so many people who were like, I ain't can't rap. And people were freestyling, drumming on tables and all this other stuff at that point in time. But I never jumped in. Um, and it's just something that I don't know what it was about ninth grade. And I, and I, like I said, I, I know what it was. It was being in Miss McAdoo's class because it was like, I know I can do this and I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not going to let nobody tell me that I can't. Um, so that, that just that part of finding the confidence that year with everything that I did. Awesome. Sauce. So do you think you needed the support of the group to really feel comfortable? Like, how did you feel that first time on stage? Was it like, ooh, I'm home? Or was it like, I'm nervous? Mm, you're always nervous. I mean, I'm always nervous before I get on stage. It doesn't matter whenever I was acting. It's there's this feeling in my stomach of like, okay, okay, okay. And then when I'm there, I'm there. Like, it, it's, it's just like second grade will never be something that doesn't fuel in my mind. I'm just... When I'm on the stage, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm in front of people. I'm not like if I forget a line or something like that, I can like I'll maneuver my way through it, but I don't show it, I guess. But it's just I'm home. like you said, I'm home after that. After the nervousness that everybody gets in that line, if they tell you they don't, you just home. OK, let's talk about. OK, you're rapping. You're rapping with the group. Mm hmm. Did you do your first album with the group? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, well, mixtape. Um. Because technically, I have not done an actual album. Well, you know, finish. I'm music illiterate. Um, mixtape means <laughs> at that point in time was we took beats. Like I listened to music, but well, mixtape means we took beats from other individuals. Um, and either you made like remakes of the song or you made your own version or whatever the case may be. Um, and so in 10th grade, I did a mixtape with the group after like, well, OK, so we didn't win the talent show, but Mr. Mac uh, still brought us through to record a song. So it was the first um, 
song we did. It's called Club Banger. I don't know where it is. I think the only person that has a copy of it is uh, one of my childhood friends, uh, Brittany, because um, it was on cassette tape because we're still in the transition between cassette to CD. CD. Yeah. Which we're not that old, but we're at the end of right. that old. Um, <laughs> excuse me, y'all. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I mean, a whole lot of random coughing, just congestion, allergies. It's the season. And um, so we recorded that song. It was called Club Banger. We uh, actually got to go perform. Um, he took us to Pine Bluff, and we performed, like, on this um, at, uh, like truck bed, long truck bed, and okay. had to like pass microphones back <sighs> between each other and stuff. Um, it was like on a Saturday or something like that. And so, in my mind, at this point, we out of here. Just you're gonna get discovered, discovered, signed, something like that. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> like just because that's how it's supposed to work. You put out a song, somebody hears, and they're like, "Oh, I want to put money behind you." Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's how it, I, I viewed all this stuff. And um, so we moved from there to uh, the next year. Um, we made a um, mixtape called Tales from the Gutter. All um, right. Come through Tales from the Gutter. Just because, again, it's rap. It's hip-hop. So I only know one aspect. I don't see myself in hip-hop, so I rap like what I see. Right. Like, And I know that there were other people who were probably more similar to me in my life and who I actually was, but I didn't have it. I didn't have nobody for that time period so when we do that um we end up like i I remember like a lot of people would listen and be like well i don't know why y'all let so-and-so on this song or whatever the case may be um or you did your thing i like that and you know it's just like the first time where you get that you smelling yourself Mm -hmm. a little bit and so you know, with that, we ended up having kind of like some d- dissension, not between me and my friends, but me and certain sex. Because when we did this, um, we told a certain person, because I'm actually forgetting something. So between ninth and 10th grade, we decided that we were going to form a rap group. Mm-hmm. With that rap, the rap group name was Caliber. That's just what we went with at the time. All right. And I don't think we gave our ch- ourselves that name. It was just different forms of... But you kind of like a, a well, shout out to uh, my homeboy TJ and uncle, uh, <laughs> Try J. Um, he's like, well, you, you, you kind of like a 22, you were 38. And like, you know, we were all different calibers guns of guns. Okay, of I rap. get it now. All right. So um, <laughs> in that, you know, we, we try to like go and record this album. We were going to sign contracts and everything. We had going, my mother did not let us. We, just, we had to pay like $5 to record. Mother would never send this five dollars to a group. Well, we need we all need to sit down and see. And I'm like, but I want to do this. <laughs> like, I just want to record. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't got no recording equipment here. It's over there, and we got beats and all this other stuff. So we go through all this stuff, and like, and and ultimately ended up like in the, in the end of like some uh, a friendship because there was a whole lot of um, beef or whatever created from it. In the sense that it's like, you know, people were making it seem like, well, they ain't trying to da 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 da, and 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 there was like this disconnect kind of thing. What's your rap name at this point? JG. Okay. I've been JG. Well, mm, mm. I've been JG for a while. Okay. Like this, like it wasn't until 
2010 that I changed my name to current, my current. Um, and we'll get there. So we, um, anyway, one of the friends I said, well, Hey, I don't want to go into rap no more. Cause this just seems to rap with you anymore. Cause this just seems to cause way more than what it's worth. So this in turn, uh, leads to us recording tales from the gutter, which wasn't like no diss tracks or nothing like that. But there was beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Lord knows why. <laughs> At this point, like I never said I don't want to stop being your friend. I just said let's not rap together anymore. And um, you know, we we had that happen. And so like Tales from the Gutter comes. And um, you know, after that I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I had let you listen to it. This was the actual conversation. So, you had heard Tales from the Gutter, and you and um, my friend, your friend at the time, um, was like, mm, okay, question. Uh, I've heard your poetry, or I've heard you talk before. Uh, do you have to cuss so much? And I was like, I mean, no, but it gets my point across. And you're like, but you know other words, isn't it more? I feel like it's not as skillful if you're. And my sister is a master manipulator for me in my mind. So, but also, don't you think that if you had really honed into that, you could have been the, the one that came out like just with the, the strong lyrics, like and well, people this like this is I, what you said. And but I, I did. <laughs> like it wasn't a like I took what you said and I sat down and I was like. And then you also said something about God. I don't remember what it was you said, but that happened in my girlfriend slash pre-wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the time, you know, her little brother, she was like, well, is this the kind of songs you want him to listen to and blah, blah, blah. And I sat and I thought, because I'm not somebody to do something if I don't want to do it. Plus, I'm like, dog, this is the one thing I got that I do. Like, this ain't your bag. Like, you don't know. But I made the decision. For myself at the point, I was like, well, you're right. Like, if I can find a way to, like, take this and, and use what I got, like, I'm, I'm going to try it. Because it felt like a challenge at that time. And, I, like I said, I knew I could, I had more words and could be more poetic in my, um, in my lyricism. Because that was something that was important to me. Well, I didn't know it was lyricism at the time. I just wanted to be a better rapper. And so, <coughs> fast forward from 10th grade to 11th grade. I'm like, well, at this point, there's um, the start of divorce and some other things going on in my life. And I was like, I just want to do an album or a mixtape at that point. And so I started to craft this this album by myself because I hadn't done anything by myself in the time that I've been rapping. I'd always been in a group, always done something with other people. Um, I hadn't pushed myself to write more than I wouldn't need to write, but one verse for any song. So that's not like a lot of verses. Um, so I started writing all these songs. I started crafting all these things. I said, I wasn't going to cuss in the music because this album was essentially something that I wanted to do, but it was also a proving and a dedication to those who were like, well, why do you have to do this? And I'm like, well, I'll show you. I don't have to do that. Right. And it was also like, be fire. and I'm going to be me. And I remember I like, God started to make everything fall in place. So, like, I had a free recording program, Cool Later Pro, which is now Adobe Audition, um, that I was able to use at the time on our uh, desktop. 
And desktop mics were nothing but like five dollars, and I don't even know what we had a desktop mic for, um, or I like borrowed one or something like that. But anyway, so I took that. Um, I was innovative in the sense that like, so I took a hanger. And I wrapped the hanger around the desktop mic, which the desktop mics used to be like a, just a long little, just like a, I don't even know how to explain it, but they just used to be real long, like not like Like a pencil. Today, like a pencil or something yep. like that. And so I took pantyhose <coughs> out of my room and put this, stretch that over a, uh, over the hanger to make a filter thing. So it would catch your S's and all that little stuff. And I downloaded all the beats, and I just started recording these different songs. I remember um, one song I wrote, Dry Tears. And I still remember these songs, but that's just because I've listened to these more recently, and I still have this album. Um, And it was about mixed how... Tape. Mixed up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. And it was about how lyricist. I don't really cry or show my emotions in a way that people would know what was going on with me at the time. It was about like kind of like trusting God and 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 just when I remove myself, it's just more of him and like you just kind of have to believe and, and shift your things. And I did a lot of other songs on it. Um, I had a lot of friends at the time who helped this come to fruition. Like so I had one friend in my math class who um, had could print the covers for CDs. Mm-hmm. And so we sat outside. He took a picture of me uh, standing on these lockers that was outside this uh, hallway. And he printed the CD things for me. Look at these the high CD. schoolers, people walking. We went to uh, Big Lots and it was like three of us or me, you and uh, that friend. And uh, we got, I was like, it was, it was like 100 CDs for 20 or something like that. It was something crazy at that time. CDs used to be mad expensive. Um, and then from there, I had another friend who had uh, a CD burner or a friend of a friend who had a CD burner. And so we were able to go and burn these CDs once I had finished everything and recorded all these songs. And then I put all this stuff together and I sold the CDs at school for $5. I sold every last one of them. Like, didn't have none left. Sold them to my teachers. My grandmother bought one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like the first time I was like, oh, they like me for real mm-hmm. and think I'm kind of nice at it or, or whatever. Um, like teachers, one of my teachers, uh, shout out to Miss Day, played the CD in her class. Like, and at this point, like I'm an upperclassman. So it's for freshmen. And I'm like, oh, that's you. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, my grandmother like would ride up and down the road listening to the CD um, with my aunt, who is very particular about what she listens to. This is true. And would listen to this CD. And my grandmother loved it. And who was also very particular and will, does not hold punches on anything. Anything. Honey, she will tell you As about yourself. As y'all know. I don't mean any harm. She will tell you about um, yourself, Jack. And so, you know, that was a huge thing for me at that point in time because it was, I'd done all this stuff by myself, essentially. I mean, I did it with friends, but like, I didn't, I didn't do it with permission or the thought process like like you didn't even know i was doing all half this stuff like you would see me recording certain things i was living my own life like you were in high school i was in college (laughs) i don't know what you do just like you didn't know what i was doing in my day to day we were living two different um we're at two different stages well either way like i said we we've had conversations later on that i'm like well 
I've I've done the things that you request at this point. Well, I'm I'm gonna interject here, but in just for a second, mm-hmm. I can say without a doubt, you are one of the best writers I've ever like read outside of you know you and your sister both have that gift it's you have the gift of writing and um you had a composition book because you said my you had my mom buy you a whole lot of composition books or whatever and it was just reading them I mean a lot of time they just brought me to tears because it just it was so deep mm-hmm. and inspirational um I really enjoyed reading a lot of them a lot, lot, lot of them. And that was my, you know, that was my outlet at the time um, for everything. Um, and it was like, it was the first time I had an identity in something like, nah, fam, you can actually, like, you really are good at this. Um, did I know how to make that educational? No. No. You know, and that was a big thing, a difficulty for me in terms of, like, pursuing stuff, because at that point in time, um, I didn't. I didn't have much confidence in myself. Even doing stuff that I'm good at, I still didn't have confidence in myself. Um, if I'm learning <coughs> the the negative habits that we talked about in um in, a, in another episode, like my thought process was, if they are not happy with this, why should you do it? If this ain't something that they get into they're only going to look at you crazy when you get into it. So for every step forward you take, if, if it's not going to please or make people happy, what are you doing it for? So I couldn't even see the support in the way that I should have seen the support. But at the same time, it was also tainted by the fact like it don't matter. And I couldn't say that to myself. Right. You know, in a so way, how did you get like, to the whatever. point where, Regardless, I'm doing me. Uh, I was home from college and had failed miserably. I had had a, a, a terrible breakup. Um, I wasn't able to, to, to even produce music. Like I had lost the muse because just being around her made me write more. Like, and it wasn't even something she was actively doing, but um, like I only wrote six songs in like for my college career at that point in time for from that one year um and then you know I get back home I'm feeling you know like you're just a failure kind of thing and um my mom was like well can't sit around here you gotta go get a job you're not gonna go to school you gotta get a job and I'm like okay all right well sure um and I go um my best man on my wedding to look at uh, UPS at the time, like factory job. And we meet up with, um, another one of my best friends, um, Myron. And, you know, we just chopped it up, got his number and then we go and hang out. And like, I hadn't rapped for a while. I hadn't planned on even getting back into it. And, you know, he rapped a little bit and I felt like this mentoring teacher kind of wanting to rap, like trying to teach somebody how to do it. It's really not that hard, not knowing what God gave me at the time for the natural ability to write, blah, 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 whatever. Just thinking like, no, it's really, it's really easy. 
You just mm-hmm. rhyme things. It's <laughs> it's not hard. Um, and so we started rapping together, and we recorded like a hundred songs or something like that wow. within like a month or two months or something. Y'all were on it. Um, because we we dropped our first mixtape, the ID mixtape, and it was like twenty two songs on there. Um, I have all these songs by the way. Uh, and it was um. I don't know. It's like at every turn and we started trying to kind of get it back together. Um, like even then, like it was still the fight of well, how is this going to actually provide for you? And I can't answer that because artistry and trying to build towards it is something that you kind of have to like, well, I got to build the fans. I got to get to this point. I got to get to this point. And that don't satisfy a parent who's like, well, you ain't in college. Right. Let me ask you this. Is your rap name still the same or you changed at this point? You've no, in 2010, I changed my name uh, from JG to Icarus Gray. All right. Can you explain to the people what Icarus Gray means? Because when we start off the podcast, I say, here's Bible study brother. And you're like, yeah. And I'm also known as wicked, 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 <laughs> Icarus Gray. So can um, you break that down? So I changed my name because at that point in time, due to daddy issues, I was like, I need something that's mine. But that's also <laughs> his. He loves Greek mythology. And that was also part of it. That's part in, of it. And building yeah. the, the, the things. It was still something that. So that was his favorite story. Mm-hmm. And so it, inherently it's mine or one. Well, it's not my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. Right. And so when I thought about the name, because I thought about the aspirations of things that I wanted to do. And a lot of times they turn it into a tragedy. And I'm like, well, you don't. I said, the thing that's not tragic about the story is that even though you're telling me that, you know, if I do this, this will happen. I don't know that. Like, if I can get a moment to touch the sun or reach up there, get like life is wax wings and regardless, like you, your wings are constantly melting. You're going to an ultimate end game or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, that don't mean don't try. You know, and I know, like, at that point, it cost him his life, so on and so forth. But for me, it was like, it's about the goal. It's about the trying. It's about going for the things no matter what. Because if you can touch the sun, touch it. Like, there's something to aspire to. Who is Icarus Gray today? We talked about your backstory. Uh, Who are you as a lyricist today? How do you use that gift? I will say, give you kudos. Our cousin consistently tries to come <laughs> for Icarus Gray and freestyle battles. And it is a joy. Because uh, our cousin gets smoked every time. And the family is always like, just stop trying. <laughs> Even his best friend like walks away like when he's battling. Like, please, bro, stop. I'm like, you need to come in here and help your friend because Icarus is 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 demolishing uh, him. Where? So who are where are you now in um, your rap journey? Other than guaranteeing me um a yeah. role in your next <laughs> video, right. where are you in your musical journey? <laughs> um currently it's non existent in the sense that it's like what? Well, I've been trying to create an album for the past 10 years, um, an actual album where all of the beats are mine or made by somebody that I fool with. And um, first pitfall in that currently was getting married like one year. And then it's like, I had to kind of 
divert attention and we were trying to do things simultaneously at the time, but given the strain of everything of like standing on my own, um, it caused like a lot of friction between me and close people to me at the time. And, um, you know, after that, I'm, I was like trying to do some things. I like get a song. It, it's harder now because like I said, I guess it's the self care aspect of it and, and learning that. And even thinking about that now, because a lot of times I think about everything I can't do is just like, well, you know, if you ain't working or if you ain't doing this or trying to put all your time into this, your mama going to look at you crazy. She's going to, well, boy, I want my grandbabies or your wife is probably not going to. And like, so, or whatever the case may be, you know, in a lot of ways. And then I'm also like, well, I need to have a certain amount of time. I'm, I, 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 I tunnel vision myself to the time Mm -hmm. and not having the time and sitting and then I sit and I'm like well do you still got it or do you are like and it's like well at this point you're a 30 year old a 30 something year old rapper who ain't who ain't who has not done enough to get in front of people because you haven't put in that level of work because of your own self esteem issues or whatever the case may be so and I think about like well what are people gonna say like are you still trying to rap and like that's where I am now. I'm trying to get past that. And I do like have, I mean, the gray area has been coming for it. Uh, Cause gray area anime isn't just a name that I like. It was literally me basically keeping the name of the album that I wanted to keep going. Right. So today, like I said, it, it's currently, <coughs> excuse me, kind of non-existent um, because there's so many things I need to do to do. Do you think you're gonna get back in, or are you? Yeah, okay. um, that is my ultimate goal because I know that if I just do it, because at the end of the day, like I feel like if I don't, then I'm foregoing or forsaking my writing in general. I got you. So I know I know I got to do it, and I will do it. Thank you so much for sharing your rap journey with us. It's always a pleasure oh, to hear. I, I I mean to say, like spiritually, there there is something that I know that I need to say, and that's always been the case. It's why I was so, because um, I didn't tie anything spiritual. And this was just an interview that you that did. Do, you kinda, but we, you did. Um, Here's the thing, I think we over spiritualize. I'm saying that in air quotes. Yeah, your life is a spiritual life, yeah. like period we talked about you changing the way you wrote your lyrics because it is a reflection of like i i I mean and that's something i want to just be clear about on this podcast um we are christians we love christ um but i think sometimes we get to in our in our heads and in our bags. Like, yeah. everything does not sound like a sermon. <clears throat> this is your life, bro. So I just wanted to tap yeah. in. Uh, well, it's, it's, about tapping, it, it's about but, tapping into your gifts and using the gifts yeah. that he's given you. Yeah. So it is spiritual. But that was we evolution. Have, and, yeah, we didn't have a verse and a, and, a, and a scripture for every point, but. Okay, well, <laughs> it's true. But I just wanted to say more like where I am now is understanding that. Right. And understanding the talent that was given because no matter what anybody says, I know what I know what is. And I know what happens when I'm in front of people. As we sit right now, you 
are not Bible study girl, but you are the only one with the mic stand and a, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what it's called, but it's a, a filter. A so filter. It's just, it catches so, your. Okay, so well, I don't have a filter to catch my, and I, I'm I'm the talent, so that's all I got to say about that. So don't, mm. so don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most times you don't really need these. Like I how come I don't? Just, how come I don't? We just don't. I just have it because this is my Good setup. morning. How come I don't? Because you don't. Because <clears throat> like we don't have a lot of like we're not like trying to DS something. I'm not like. We're not gonna come back, re-record, double that. We um, might should though. And it's what sure I'm is not going to be editing it. He sure no, is I'm not. not. No, <laughs> because raw, not. raw, raw, uncut, unfiltered. That could go so many ways. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, let's not go there. I'm not. There I'm sex on the roof and shoot your mama. Side note: This was a song that I created because trying to explain. Anything that wasn't... I think your dad created it. No, no, no. He rapped it. It's definitely me. Are you sure about this? What do you... With him. We were all in the car he together. He said... Then the, the, and then you said, made it a song. I made but it he a song. Said but it he though. said... Well, she said it first, did she not? Because you said, I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear that sex on the roof and shoot your mama stuff. Okay. And, and I'm then, like, what? And so we're sitting there and I was like, that... Sex on a bed and then shoot your mama. But it was hey, a running. Hey. It was a running. And it was like route. a joke because of In our her. family. It was, <laughs> it was just a like, running. So right. Anytime we would listen to something like, oh, you want to hear that sex on a bed and then shoot your mama. Hey. Yeah, that's what we want to hear, mom. <laughs> like, yeah, because that's what we're listening to. Because it's like she's so, like, for as in touch with her cousin as she was what? when you were younger. She acts like the See world how the Lord just can take that taste. He can take that taste right out of your mouth, and you can't took, even took the you, recipe. Not right. only the and you, taste, and you can't even can't even tolerate being around it. Was like, that enough church for you? I ain't gonna. Yeah, I guess okay. so. You know, <laughs> like even though we're not gonna talk about the, the playground, but moving on. Uh, okay. You know, they went on the roof. Anyway, blog posts. <laughs> what? Oh. You, Origin stories. Anyway, blog posts every day at BibleStudyGirl.com. You can uh, hit us up on Instagram at underscore Bible Study Girl, on Twitter at Bible Study Girl, the number two, on Facebook at Bible Study Girl, and then email us if you want to be a guest or you just got a testimony or things you want to share at Bible Study Girl 2019 at gmail.com and at Gray Area Anime um, at gmail.com as well. So, remember, it's not you preach, they preach, ficky, ficky, she or he preach, but we preach. And until we meet again, boom, 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 keep Keep preaching. preaching, boom, 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 hey. If if only y'all knew what was coming in 2021, prepare yourselves.